And welcome into the Inside Source. Today we're going to be talking Mavericks basketball about the end of their season and what their objectives are for the offseason. I'm Connor Mullins, joined here alongside Clark Sullivan and Hutton Harris, the ACTV director. We haven't done this in a while, so Clark, I'm actually just going to start with you off the bat. Mavericks in their season, 38-44. and 44. Uh, They have a chance at the 10th overall pick, but a really ugly end of the season. They start, they lose their last two. They beat the Kings, I think, in one of their last three, uh, but they lost, let's see, one, two, three, five of their last six to close out the year. Your thoughts on the end of the season? It was just, just brutal, like just disappointing beyond, I mean, I I didn't, I don't think I watched any of those last games except for, I was at the Bulls game, the next to last game, but it was just one, two, even going back further, one, two, three, four. Uh, we we won two games out of our last eleven. Yeah, which is like though that's the crunch time. That's when you have to be winning games, and we uh, we just completely folded. So as a Mavs fan, super disappointed. But uh, there's some so I can take some solace in the potential for a high draft pick. So. And you went to that Bulls game. Talk about what that atmosphere was like, and. <sighs> Uh, just what you saw from the Mavericks that night, dude. It that I've been to many games in the AAC, and that was the most dead that I've ever seen that arena. Like it was, it was brutal. Um, by the end of the game, people were cheering for the Bulls, uh, like Mavs fans <laughs> across the arena were cheering for the Bulls, and I was just sitting there with my head buried in my hands. I was so embarrassed to be a Mavs fan, but. It was clear that we were tanking. Obviously, top six or seven players are out. Luca rests after the first quarter. Um, it's that's the most obvious tanking I've ever seen. So you don't expect a, a huge atmosphere from that, but it was still just uh, evidence of how brutal the end of the season was for sure. I mean, again, as an MFFL for uh, thirty years now, I, I remember watching my first Mavs game when I was seven. Um, <clears throat> as high as we were last May when, when we beat the Suns, uh, and I feel like that was, I mean, along with beating Ginobili and Duncan, uh, and, and Parker back in 06 and obviously winning the championship in 11, that was probably the highest that I can remember, you know, the Mavs, I guess, fandom because yeah. that was in my mind that we talked about this, that was kind of the beginning of Luca. Like, okay, like he's on a national stage. He's that guy. He's dropping 40 and he's doing it in, in meaningful with no, help. Meaning, no, with no help. And so all you have to do, and this is not easy, but get him help, you know? Mm-hmm. And if he can do this against Booker and Chris Paul and, uh, you know, Aiton, I mean, of course you just got to get him some help. Yeah. Um, so to watch them, sign Kyrie or you know trade for Kyrie Irving I was okay I mean we talked about it like I, I admire their swing right but at the end of the day it just it did not work yeah. and and so now what do you do as a Mavs fan and or as as the organization what do you do how do you feel I think it's a pivotal offseason for the Mavs it's a, it's probably the biggest of Lucas yeah. career yet because it's the first time he's missed the playoffs yeah mm-hmm. in his whole career uh, you get Kyrie, he's a free agent in the offseason, and we can talk about this now if we want, how how many free agents we have yeah. in the offseason and yeah. just the cap space we have because we don't have very much. Obviously, we might have a chance at the 10th pick because we tanked so hard in the last two months. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to start with Hutton on this one, actually. Yeah. Do yeah. you think it was worth it 
for the Mavericks to tank toward the end and maybe get a chance at a 10th pick? I'm always the guy that says go for the playoffs. Try to yeah. make the playoffs. I, I don't like the playing game. I think it's yeah. ridiculous. I, think so I don't think the Lakers d- deserves to be in the playoffs. I don't think that the, you know, whoever else. I just think it's like, come on, guys. Like, yeah. give me the top five, six teams, and let's, let's go. Yeah. But all that being said, I, I the way that we were playing – it was pretty obvious that either one, they they did not want to play together anymore, which in turn, you know, hurts mm-hmm. the 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 prospect of us winning a seven game series. But on the other hand, it's like you have two of the best fifteen players in the world. Like, how does that not compute to at least a top sixteen seat? Like, I just don't understand, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, the lottery pick. Cool, I guess. I'm excited. It's fun to watch on draft night. Sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, I can remember all the way we have a chance at the number one pick. I think you said 3%. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, obviously, we know, and I can't pronounce his name, but like Wim... Victor Wim... He obviously is is the the hot ticket this year, and and cool. I mean, we we would get that guy. That would be awesome. Uh, But, I mean, look at what happened with the Pelicans and Zion. It's like, it's we're in year four now, almost that. It's like, okay, cool. Like... there's only been one person really ever in my lifetime that's come out and like an impact player at year one. That's LeBron. Yeah. Like there's not a LeBron out there again. Maybe this dude is. Yeah. But I think the better question honestly is like, how do we attract players here and how do we get Luca to stay? But how do we build around him and his strengths? And I still don't think that they figured that out. Well, and this is a really tough year for the free agency. Like, there's just not there's not many players even available at all. Like, I'm looking and James Harden, Chris Middleton, but they have player options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're going back. Kyrie, uh, KP has a player option. He's gonna he's gonna take that for sure. So then you're left with like D'Angelo Russell, Mm -hmm. Nikola Vucevic, Draymond Green. And that's just those aren't the guys that you need to Because you need interior your defense. That's yeah. what we really missed after we lost Vinny Smith in that Kyrie trade. We missed right. a guy like that. We right. didn't have that wing that could close down on the perimeter for mm-hmm. the end of the season. We had such poor defensive ratings, but great offensive ratings because of Luka and Kyrie. It's just the defensive right. piece that really stands out. So looking at the draft now mm-hmm. a little bit, who at number 10, let's just say the Mavericks get the 10th pick. If you're the Mavericks, who are you looking at to bring into the roster? Clark, I can go yeah, with you go if you Clark want. Uh, yeah, give me one second. Or it doesn't have to be exact name, just like a prototype player. You're yeah, oh, yeah. What pick. type of yeah. player? Absolutely. Well, we're. Uh, I think we're hurting so badly for big men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't care what it looks like like we just need some sort of big who can produce somebody in yeah. some way at all because the guys we had this year in the post were rough maxi obviously dealing with injuries all over the place Ugh. um javel mcgee uh and also he didn't get any playing time which he, we've talked about and all then year. dwight powell yeah. like are you joking that's the guy I, that we're starting yeah. i mean dwight powell has i feel like has been around for 100 years <laughs> He, you know, obviously he's been around for five or six, I feel like, but I, I just, I don't, I think it's hard for the NBA to figure out, you know, if you're an, an owner, how do you pair a superstar that can score at will with either another, you know, another superstar, but how do you combine, this is like the LeBron, the Le, LeBron, Chris Bosh, D Wade thing. It's like, was that the perfect combination? I think, you know, you could argue they, they would have, they should have won three championships or maybe two, at least two, you know, and so they did win two. Mm-hmm. But is it like, are you looking for that 
Chris Bosh type guy with the, with size and he can, who can hit threes, or are you looking for someone like um you know like a Shaq, which just doesn't really exist. Like Not I anymore. mean, I mean, who is who is that person? You know, mm-hmm. and so Giannis. Yeah, I mean, My yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah, but there's only one ball. I mean, I hate to say it. There's just only one ball. So, yeah. I mean, you think about like a Tyson Chandler type from 2011. Yep. I think that's my maybe yep. that's what the Mavericks are missing. Um, I mean, I, the Mavericks in 2011 got on the also really the, good. they 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 were lockdown defense yeah. good. Like again, I think if you were to just play the NBA out for another hundred years, that series is equivalent, in my opinion, to like. A 16 beating a one it's like it doesn't that yeah. will not happen again no. because that was peak lebron peak wade peak you know there's no way Bosch. It <laughs> no and that was peak dirk obviously too but like jason terry and tyson chandler and you know all those guys like they just outplayed them and, and, and that's essentially what the lightning in the bottle you know scenario is what i guess cuban's been looking for i yeah. don't know but there's not it's not, it's not a plan that's fr- not a strategy so the frustrating thing to me about the Mavs organization right now is it feels like we're trying to do everything but the obvious yeah. next step yeah. for a for a basketball organization. Like every other team in the league, whenever they have such terrible success like we have recently, the first place you look is the coach. Yep. We have Jason Kidd's untouchable. He's been untouchable all season. Even recently, Nico Harrison yep. says, Jason Kidd's our guy. He's our coach. He took us to the Western Conference Finals last year. And it's just mind-boggling to me that we're not taking the obvious step of looking at Jason Kidd and saying, what is he actually doing? Yeah, what's he for doing? Organization? Why? Why is he here? Yeah. If he did not if he did not have a legacy here and and he was on that eleven team, I guess too, but like yeah. would he still be here? No. No. And also the Mavs are just too loyal of an organization. Right. Absolutely. So. Right. And let's talk about two of the Nico trades for a second from last one from last summer, one in the middle of the season with Kyrie and Christian Wood, who are both free agents this summer. Mm-hmm. So Christian Wood, we get him last year, gave up the number twenty six pick, which we don't even have a first, I don't think, until twenty nine or twenty seven now. Something like that. Something like that. We have really well, bad there, draft yes, capital. There's yes. Uh, and then we gave up Boban, Sterling Brown, Trey Burke, and Marquise Chris. You mentioned it was expiring contracts. Yeah. And now Christian Wood's going to be a free agent this summer. It seems like a lose-lose deal, maybe for both sides. And then on the other end, the Kyrie trade, we get Markeith Morris in addition, and then we give up Dinwiddie, mm-hmm. Finney Smith, a second rounder, a first, and another second round in 29. Uh, looking at these two trades from Nico, if you had to evaluate them now, now that Kyrie and Christian Wood are in the summer and they're going to be free agents, who are you looking to bring back, if you can? Kyrie. Yeah. I mean, I and I think that there's that's the one that we still yeah. have hope yeah. for re-signing. Him. You have no choice. Like yeah. you have to. I mean, because the I think the 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 other side of the coin would be okay. You let him go. Yeah. What are you going to be a lottery team again next year? Yeah. Like who then you're who, just who who like you said earlier? Like who are you going to bring? Draymond Green. Like, yeah. Who, yeah. Who, I mean. It, that's not a that that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, here th- here's the number one goal that the Mavs need to have for the next however many years: keep Luca yeah, happy. Just keep. He happy. is a once in a generation player. Yeah. they know that, and you have to do everything in your power to keep him happy. Yeah. If Kyrie leaves, that's a major hit. You better make some sort of move right. to keep the team competitive because Luca wants to win. I mean, he's yeah. he's saying all at the end of this season. I'm not having fun anymore. It's taking the joy out of the game. And he's one of those guys that was 
two, three months ago, he's running around the court laughing, joking right. with the refs. So to take a player like that, a young guy who loves the game, and take all of the fun out of it is just brutal. So it's you need sad. to do something. And he only played 12 minutes in that Bulls game, right? right. Yeah. yeah. I, I just think it's sad because he's not Dirk. Like, in other words, Dirk, I, I, he had multiple opportunities after 11 to go uh, elsewhere. Yeah. But he didn't, you know, because he wanted to stay here. But that was after a championship. Dirk is just a different breed. You know, I mean, he's mm. he's Tim Duncan. He's who, I mean, pick your guy that's Kobe. He's your guy that stayed forever, right? Yeah. I I don't know that Luca sees himself as a Maverick forever. Like, he, he could be, mm-hmm. but... He he's too competitive, is what I'm saying. You know, like right. he's just too much of a. Yeah. He's just too. He's too fiery. He's not just gonna stay around no. for nothing. He's like, not got to be competitive. For like a baseball reference, like Mike Trout is the best player in the world. Like yeah. he, he just sits in L.A. and makes five hundred million dollars, and he doesn't care if he wins or loses. I mean, he cares, but like, right? Angels are never gonna win, and that's not Luca. Which right. I like that about Luca, right? Yep. I like yep. that. Yep. So. You have to be competitive and. In addition to Irving and Wood this offseason, Nilakina, Morris, Holiday, Penson, Powell, and Wright are all free agents. Let so Powell you're losing go. a lot of the Let roster. Go. And it's going to be interesting to see what the Mavs do this summer. Irving could get a five-year, $272 million deal. Uh, Clark, do you give Kyrie five years? Yes. I don't. Yes. I, like, you give him what he wants. Because we're, we're not in a position where we have any sort of bargaining power to, no. like, take away a year or or to give him not the max like you've got to give him a super max it's just the nature of what we have to do moving forward yeah i think the best case scenario is you get luca and Kyrie back next year and then add that 10th pick as a big man get rid of wood i think that's what the mavericks should do hopefully but uh we will see after the break we'll talk about the rest of the league playoffs that doesn't include any texas teams for the first time ever and what's next for the Mavs. we'll be back right after this And we're back for the NBA playoffs. Play-in last night. Lakers get the win in overtime. They have the Grizzlies now. That'll be a fun series. Hutton, I'll start with you on this. Who do you have in that that series? I hate the Lakers. I don't want them to win. Yeah. Sorry. I, I just, Agreed. It's, yeah. I, I don't particularly like the Grizzlies either, but I just pretty much every Lakers fan that I know is, is essentially a Cowboys fan where they're like, hey, yeah, we're, we're the best team in the world. <laughs> And I'm like, you're playing in a play-in game in the most saturated <laughs> league in the world for basketball. Like, no, you're not. You're not. I'm sorry. Like, no. there's already eight spots, and that should uh, – anyway, yeah. I don't want the Lakers to win. I think LeBron has had an incredible career. Good for him. They're not going to win the title. Like, they're just not. So why – I don't care. Next. Yeah, I think that we mentioned this earlier. I just think the play-in is so stupid. It's ridiculous. I didn't even like, watch it. I didn't why, watch I didn't it. Either. I no. didn't either. Why, like, why? What is the point of adding two more teams into the mix and giving them just a money. shot? It's more money. Like, if you, if money. a team in the seven seed, yeah, like they should not have to play a team in the ten seed no. to, for their chance in the playoffs. They no. earn their spot in the playoffs. Yes, leave it where it is. Leave it. Leave the ball where it lies. You that know? being said, the NBA playoffs to me are the best playoffs in American sports, yeah. in my opinion, because it's basketball, you can literally f- like see they flip the switch. Like you can just see it. You can't do that in football. You definitely can't do that in baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
it's 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 same a, way with March Madness. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, side note, my <laughs> my friends and I, like college buddies, try to do we would we would do like a college basketball podcast here last couple of weeks, and we waited a little bit too long after the national championship, and I texted them and I was like, hey, are we are we gonna recap this? They did not care at all because it was like six days, five days after they were like, we don't even remember who won. Like, and so that's what I'm saying is like just evaporated, you know. And yeah. so, th- but the, the, that's a different thing. But like, I just think the Lakers, um, I just they're fascinating to talk about because it's like if they don't win again, they got the bubble championship. Then what do they, you know, then where do they go from here? But yeah, yeah. And the Hawks win the other game last night. They got Boston this weekend. Clark, you got in Atlanta and Boston. Uh, I mean, Boston yeah. is just dominant, dude. Yeah, they're going to get smashed. Like, the, reason that, the reason that nobody's talking about Boston this season is just because it's a given that they're winning. Yeah. Like, they're, they're just so, so good. So good. Yeah. Their roster is incredible. Like, I think they have the best roster in the NBA, just in terms of, like, look at the roster, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, my goodness, how are they not winning a championship? So yeah. I, I think that Boston – is in the finals again this year. Which honestly. they've been, I think, top of the league most of the season. Yeah, yeah they have. If not all season. So I really think they are the team to beat uh, in the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn, Philadelphia, the other series, Golden State, Sacramento. I think that'll be really fun. Uh, hopefully Sacramento wins. That'd be awesome. Uh, Los Angeles and Memphis, as we just mentioned, and then LA Phoenix, and then a couple more playing games tonight. Um, out of all those teams, Hutton, do you have anybody else winning other than Boston? No. I mean the yeah. the Bucks are yeah maybe the Bucks, watch, but I, I I I just I don't see anybody anybody challenging them because they 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 played really really well last year in the finals I thought but Steph was just again like peak Steph like he just said hey I'm gonna switch every single matchup in my favor and then I'm just gonna win all these games <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like and and I mean. I'd be interested to see that series again. Um, I don't know. If, I mean, you're going to ask about the West. I don't know. But, like, I just think. I think the, the West Bo- is just Boston. a little bit weaker than yeah. the East this year. Yeah, yeah, the other thing I was going to say is I don't see a Western Conference team beating one of those top yeah. no. Eastern Conference teams, which is so funny that we're saying that you because of how stacked yeah. the, the, the West, West has always been. But I really think that that's actually served to weaken yeah. the the conference because there's 10 teams right. that are so competitive and so it's just kind of weakened everything. I mean, what do y'all think about Phoenix? Is that not It's I if there's any team that has a shot in the West, yeah. it's probably Phoenix, yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah, cuz the Grizzlies have been hurt. I think a little bit this year Yaw's been out for a little bit. The Nuggets still have Jokic. But I mean, if you look at the top 4 in the West compared to the top 4 in the East, top 4 in the East, I think are by far better yeah. with Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, and Cavs. All four of those teams have 50-plus wins, and only two of the top four in the West have 50-plus. So I think the East is just that much stronger. Moving on for the Mavs, this offseason, uh, Clark, I'll start with you. Predictions, what you got? Yeah, uh, for the offseason? For the offseason. I think, I think Kyrie resigns. I think Christian Wood leaves. Um, I think that we have really good odds um, at that top 10 pick. Yeah. So hopefully we make some smart decision, get like a power forward. This says Grady Dick, the guy from uh, yeah, Kansas. Kansas. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm yeah. like, okay, isn't he a shooter? Freshman, he's a shooter, yeah. This I see another one that's Taylor Hendricks from UCF. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, once you get to the 10 pick, it's kind of hard to tell what, what yeah. an organization is going to do, but I am hopeful. I think, Ky- I think Kyrie will resign. I think he liked, Me too. I think yeah. he liked playing with Luca. He had a really good attitude being here. Um, it better I w- than I expected, honestly. Yeah. I wish we would do something about Jason Kidd, but there's yeah. no way no that shot. happens. I, so. I, I just think best case scenario, maybe we forget about what happened the last couple of months and then they figure out a way to play together. Mm-hmm. And and then this time next year, we're like, oh, they're a three seed. They're great. You know, it's like right. it, they're, they're cool now, you know, and that's probably the best case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Every I, season's different. Yeah. I was looking at our uh, lottery odds, which I just think yeah. is interesting. It is. Um, yeah. Like we have a 3% chance to win the whole lottery, okay. which is higher than I thought. Uh, second pick, 3.3. Third pick, 3.6. Fourth pick, 4.0. Odds to finish 10th. Is sixty five point nine percent. Okay. So our odds to keep our pick are seventy nine point eight percent. Yeah. Odds to give up the pick to the Knicks are twenty point two. Because if it goes, it goes back to New York. Back to if it goes to eleven, then we lose. Then it, we right? lose. It. Yeah. It so it's yeah. top ten protected. Which I think that probably played into their calculation, right? Guaranteed. It's like, yeah. Like, well, we have a pretty good chance to do this. Let's. And it played see. into their tanking at the end. Yeah. Sure. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. The, we didn't even talk about this, but Cuban being fined, I think it was 2018 for 600K for he tanking. Didn't, didn't and then they got, they're being investigated again for tanking at the end of the year. We'll see what happens with that. No idea. Yeah. Uh, but I was showing Clark this before the podcast about the list of accolades for the past uh, 11 seasons mm. for the number 10 picks mm. zero all star selections, zero all NBA selections, zero rookie of the year, two all rookie teams, no top 10 MVP voting finishes, no career. 20 plus points per game scores, and they only averaged an 11.88 per. So, Which is why yeah. uh, I don't think the 10th pick is going to be very sounds good. good. Yeah. So, sorry, sorry, guy from Kansas, yeah. Grady Dick. Sorry, Grady sorry. Dick. Uh, but, we don't wait on the Mavs. Which is why I think the basketball purist would say just make the playoffs and yeah. take your chances. You know, exactly. the, the, dra- the draft means nothing except the top two or three guys. What and, I w- what I will say though is w- the Mavs have decent history with young prospects that just work hard. Yeah, Josh um, Green so being one of them. I, I'm hopeful that a ten pick can at least be yeah. somebody like a Josh Green that just is a solid, solid role player. Yep. Um, which is I like all all this it. off season is is trying to find guys to play with Kyrie. That's and it. Yeah. So if we can do that with one of those guys with a tenth pick, then great. It gives you another asset. That's yep. it. I mean, it's it's cool. It sells more jerseys. Gets more interest. And make sure you draft well. Mavs don't always draft well, <laughs> so you got to make sure you do that. But it's a really big offseason for the Mavs. We will see what happens. Uh, it's been a pleasure to be with you all today. Any yeah. final thoughts before we head off? I just w- I hope this time next year we're sitting here in the Mavs. In the Western Conference Finals, actually, at least. Yeah, well, they're they're actually uh, happy to be playing to, together. And they're bad. I just hope yeah. this I just hope this is the low point for the Mavs. Yeah, I'm know? hopeful. Yeah, yeah, I'm hopeful. Yeah. It's a hopeful offseason. Go Mavs.